节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Premier Su Zhenchang says he hopes Taiwan will continue deepening pragmatic ties with the U.S. Legislature President Su Jiaquan says bills concerning child abuse are a priority for this legislative session. And President Tsai Ing-wen has thanked Taiwan's police officers for staying at their posts over the Lunar New Year holiday. But first, today's top story. Premier Su Zhengchang says he hopes that Taiwan and the United States will continue deepening pragmatic ties. Su was speaking Friday while meeting with American Institute in Taiwan director William Brent Christensen. The premier says he hopes that the two sides will be able to sign a free trade agreement, deepen security cooperation, and face regional challenges together. Su also urged the U.S. government to support Taiwan's meaningful participation in international organizations. Christensen said that this year marks the American Institute in Taiwan's 40th anniversary, and that the institute will hold several activities with Taiwan's foreign ministry to mark the occasion. Legislature President Su Jiaquan says bills concerning child abuse are a priority for this legislative session. Su was speaking Friday as the new legislative session began its first day. Taiwan has been rocked by a number of high-profile child abuse cases since the start of the year. In one case, a young boy was struck in the eye by his stepfather. In another, several toddlers were tied to child safety seats for two to three hours at a daycare center. One man also beat his wife and son simply because the boy did not put chili sauce in a meatball dish. Child welfare has been a government priority since before the recent cabinet reshuffle. Former Premier William Lai promised in December that he would set up a children's rights and welfare committee. One of the first conjoined twins to be separated has died. Zhang Zhongren died of a brain hemorrhage early Friday morning. Zhang was 42. When Zhang and his younger brother Zhang Zhongyi were born in 1976, each had their own head, chest, heart, lungs, liver, and pair of hands, but they shared the same belly button, pelvic plate, and three legs. Separating the conjoined twins was a big challenge for Taiwan's medical community at the time, but the twins might not have lived to the age of five if nothing had been done. In September 1979, National Taiwan University Hospital did a 12-hour-long surgery to separate them, involving 40 medical care workers. The twins became the first successfully separated pair in Taiwan and the fourth pair to be separated anywhere in the world. In a phone interview on Friday, Zhang Zhongyi said that he will continue living on for his brother. President Tsai Ing-wen has thanked Taiwan's police officers for staying at their posts over the Lunar New Year holiday. On Friday morning, Tsai visited the Zhongzheng Second Precinct Police Station in Taipei to deliver her thanks to police officers in person. Tsai said that it is thanks to police officers that Taiwan's people can safely enjoy their New Year vacations. Tsai also said that the government is giving police officers a New Year's gift. The cabinet has already announced that police, firefighters, and coast guard service members will become eligible for military medical benefits. 
Tsai said that in the future, police officers will be exempt from registration fees when they go to military and veterans' hospitals. They will also receive the same medical subsidies as members of the armed forces. Taiwan's economy has shown slight growth in January. That's according to figures released Friday by the Zhonghua Institution for Economic Research, or CIER, a local economic think tank. The figures show that the Purchasing Managers Index for January grew by 3.1% to reach 48.9%. The Purchasing Managers Index is a leading indicator of economic health. CIER head Chen Shiquan says that increased domestic consumption in the run-up to the Lunar New Year holiday was the main factor boosting the economy. However, Chen said that this slight growth doesn't mean the economy has completely bounced back. He said that most sectors maintain a cautious outlook for the first half of 2019, while hoping the economy will pick up in the second half of the year. CIER's figures also show that Taiwan's manufacturing sector dipped slightly in January, ending a two-month period of growth. A social welfare foundation has invited children to send their best wishes to those who are in a vegetative state and to their families. Chinese New Year is a time for family reunions, but for those whose family members are in a vegetative state, this time of the year is particularly sad. Government data shows there are about 4,000 people who are in a vegetative state in Taiwan. Among them, 800 are living in care homes sponsored by the Genesis Social Welfare Foundation. This week, the foundation invited children to participate in a coloring event. To show their concern for the families, grade school children and kindergartners color cards featuring a round button doll. They visit a care home, gather around a patient, holding the cards they colored. An 80-year-old man whose son is in the vegetative state following a brain hemorrhage visits his son almost every day. The elderly man said he really appreciates public concern for them. Foundation official Xie Mengshan said. The heavy burden that families have to shoulder is beyond what most people can imagine. She has said she hopes the best wishes extended by the children will be of some comfort. The foundation is also calling on the public to donate to these families, as the monthly cost of caring for one person amounts to two thousand U.S. dollars. Paula Chow, RTI News. Fishermen in the outlying Penghu Islands are finishing up work as the Lunar New Year approaches. The islands are known for their fresh seafood, some of which is shipped to Taiwan proper. Fishing boats hurried back to port early Friday as a cold air mass moved in, ending two days of fine fishing weather. Around 100 boats of various sizes docked at one fishing harbor in the island's chief city of Magong. Their catch was eagerly awaited at the fishing harbor's auction market. Where crowds gathered for a last chance to get seafood ahead of the long holiday, fish is an essential part of any New Year's feast, representing abundance. For Penghu's fishermen, this New Year holiday is shaping up to be an abundant time indeed. A group of culture ambassadors from around the world has been bringing their cultures into Taiwanese classrooms as part of an international exchange program. Several program participants have now received awards for broadening students' horizons and bringing their home countries closer to Taiwan. Each year, the Quanta Culture and Education Foundation selects a handful of applicants for its Global Culture Ambassador Program. These ambassadors come to Taiwan from a wide range of countries. 
They are here both as teachers and as students. Their mission is to bring their home countries into schools across Taiwan, exposing students to new cultures. But at the same time, they are here to learn the Chinese language and understand Taiwan's culture. Competition to get into the program is tough. This year, the foundation picked just 15 applicants from a list of 108. This year's ambassadors have done exceptionally well, and on Thursday, the foundation presented four of them with its Global Culture Ambassador Award. Bartosz Czerwinski introduced blueberry-flavored Polish dumplings to classrooms, while Denis Delgado Kikumoto Gracia designed Brazilian-themed experiences for students. Viviana Ruiz created six Paraguay-themed stations, introducing students to everything from Paraguayan dance to Paraguayan cuisine and art. One final winner, Kung Fu Le, introduced Vietnamese dance and Vietnam's traditional conical hats. For this award winner, a lifelong connection with Taiwan is just beginning. Le plans to return to Taiwan in the autumn for graduate school. John Van Trieste, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.